We will go ahead and get started with the post-race press conference for the IndyCar Grand Prix, joined now by our third-place finisher, Robert Wickens, driving the number six Lucas Oil Honda for Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports. Robbie, I know that uh, it was an exciting race for you, definitely up there in the front, competing with uh, the top finishers all race long. Ultimately, I'm sure a little bit frustrated and disappointed, but you have to be excited for another strong finish for not only you, but also your teammate, James. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it... Uh that was the first race where I kind of felt like a true rookie there in that final stint because I've I've never I've never had to save fuel before. You know, we've kind of practiced it a little bit on in warm up where you do like one lap of fuel save, but uh, the amount of fuel that we were having to save to to make that work was uh, something that I didn't even think was uh, was possible. So it was it was it was tough and obviously uh, running in P2. Um, I was told the number I needed to achieve, and then I was just like, okay, well, it's like Scott's on push to pass, so I don't know if I should use it to keep him behind or if I should hit my number. Um, and we were actually having an issue with my push to pass all day, so it wasn't uh, wasn't quite working <laughs> to the best that it could. But uh, no, it was it was a uh, it was a tough day, an exhausting afternoon, but uh, really happy to finish on the podium. Joined also by Scott Dixon, who finished second, driving the number nine. PNC Bank Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing. Scott, also an exciting race for you, starting in a position where you didn't really want to find yourself, but how were you able to work your way up to your second consecutive second place finish here? Yeah, it was uh, definitely a, a rough weekend. Um, you know, the heat really seemed to affect our car a lot, especially in, in practice too, and, and then into to qualifying. And then we, you know, threw a big change at it for qualifying, which is probably not the smartest thing to do. And, and obviously that, uh, that got us pretty good. But um, yeah, to qualify 18th, I think that's probably the worst qualifying I've ever had on, you know, going for it, you know, with a legit not crashing or spinning off. So definitely a, a frustrating start. But, uh, you know, this morning we found quite a bit, I feel like, in, in uh, the warm up. And then we kind of compromised between, uh, you know, what we'd found throughout the weekend. So, um, you know, uh, big kudos to the team. Uh, everybody in the PNC Bank team did a fantastic job. The pit stops were amazing. And then that first stint. I think we were running almost two seconds a lap faster than, than the rest of the field in, in mid-70s um, you know, for that, and that's where it made that big jump. Uh, and then later on in that segment, too, we were able to, to pass a, a few more uh, just on our outright speed. So, um, you know, happy with today, 18 to second. Obviously, we come here to win, uh, but congratulations to Will, and, and obviously Penske's uh, 200th uh, IndyCar winner is uh, definitely a big milestone. It was good to see him get it. Definitely. We'll open up for questions. Yes, Wolfgang. Scott, a question for you. Um, you said qualifying was not like expected, and then you went to the front to second. Can you give some more details what kind of changes you've done from the car from qualifying to race? And that's a long list. Um, yeah, it was uh, dampers, springs, geometries, toes, canvas. It, it was pretty much everything. I think we actually threw in the kitchen sink on, on most of them too. So it, uh, it was definitely... Uh, a lot of changes. There was no session where we didn't have a lot, you know, which is frustrating for us. You know, a team like ours, we shouldn't be as lost as we were. Um, and maybe I think, you know, with the test that we had here in those really cold conditions, we we tried to react to that too much. And and uh, with a two-day event, um, you know, it doesn't really give you too much time to to sit on it and think about it. And we made you know a lot of uh, knee-jerk reactions, which we should know better. But uh, yeah, it, it played out well, you know, and uh, ended up finding uh, a bit more pace out of the car, and and uh, you know, the result was decent. With a new car compared to last year's car, you start totally with zero with a new car, or you can use some data from the old car? Uh, I'd say this is probably the closest circuit 
uh, you know, last year we had to trim a ton, um, you know, for, for this course. So I'd say our downforce level is probably the closest that we'll see throughout, uh, you know, throughout the season. Maybe Road America will be similar too. So um, you would think we had a pretty good baseline from last year. Our car was, was very good last year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. In the off season, I think we, we've, we've gone down a bit of a road that we shouldn't have and, and uh, it's affecting, you know, how the car feels. It's very hard to feel what it's going to do. Uh, and it's not very consistent, and, and you know, thirdly, the heat really affects us. So we, we need to get on top of that. Uh, Scott, how much more difficult or is it to find the sweet spot with this car compared to how it was last year? Uh, you know, I guess it's it's a big change. It's one of the biggest changes we've seen in probably a five or six year cycle. So you know, uh, that might be a bit of our issue too. We're we're kind of stuck in our ways a little too much and. Um, you know, we have a, a very good engineering group, but it, it's, it's, you know, it's stayed the same for, for quite a long time. Um, you know, so we don't think maybe outside the box as often as we should. So we, we definitely, uh, you know, did that a lot this weekend, which I think should help us throughout the season. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely one of the biggest changes we've seen in a long time. Yes. Uh, sorry. Scott, uh, were you ever worried that you weren't going to be able to make the climb or were you always confident that you were going to be able to rise up from 18? Uh, well, you know, the goal was to finish better than 18th, that's for sure. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, you kind of have an understanding that you can definitely move up, you know, maybe five, six, seven spots. Uh, but it also depends on how the race plays, right? You know, you can have a you know, strategy call or, or a yellow that flips the race and, and you can go all the way back to as, you know, what happened to us in Long Beach. So it's, uh, you know, you, you're confident. We've we've actually won from last at Mid Ohio a couple of years back, uh, from 22nd to first. Um, that was the goal today. We we stuck to our strategy that we had in the pre-race meeting with pitting early on the blacks, getting rid of them, and and then you know running as hard as possible on the reds for the three stints after. So, um, yeah, today it worked out well. You know, maybe next race it won't. Tim. Yeah, Scott, when, when Will Power, because you've you battled him quite a few times, when Will Power is on his game, what just stands out about his driving? Uh, it's hard, you know, he's Australian, so it's, it's uh, they, 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 they normally, I see he was a bit worn out after the race, man, you know, he was on the ropes there a little bit. He's so. not training at PitFit. Yeah, yeah, he needs to work out a little bit more, but... Uh, it's, uh, he did a, he did a fantastic job um, you know will when he's in his zone um, you know you got to give the guy a ton of credit you know uh, he's got a ton of race wins obviously the pole positions I think it was what 51 or more this this weekend so uh, you know he, he knows how to throw a lap together but when he when he gets uh, a car that's good and gets a, a you know a, a straightforward race that, that he can you know set his mind to you know he's almost untouchable and, and today you know uh, they, they were definitely fast um, you know I think that uh, that whole group as we know always does a fantastic Fantastic job, and and uh, you know Will Will is a, you know he's a, he's a strong competitor, man, one of the best. We'll go Bruce and then David in the back. Apologies if you've already been asked this. I'm sure that you both already have, but that pass at the end of the front straight, I mean, it was pretty. It brought everybody to their feet, and from each of your perspectives, how you pulled it off and what you tried to do to keep them from pulling it off. Uh, yeah, I mean. I didn't. I thought it wasn't that interesting. I mean, he. Uh, I stayed off push to pass um, to try save fuel, and I saw that he was on it, and I thought, oh, maybe I can keep him on the outside and, and, and hang on. But he he kind of already had me cleared on the outside before uh, before breaking, and I thought, you know, I'd try to keep in there and see what happens. But obviously, it just uh, 
he's a very talented guy. It's not his first rodeo. He made it stick and everything was good. But it was it was good hard racing from everyone today. I mean, I, I had a couple fights with Will, you know, with Scott, with Alex, um, you know, and it was all just uh, good, hard, fair fun, to be honest. So I, I thought uh, I thought it was pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I was hoping that he was maybe concentrating on saving fuel because I knew it was going to be, you know, fairly difficult to get the mileage that we needed to and, and uh, you know, I thought I'd try it earlier, be aggressive and, and try and get the fuel mileage, you know, later if we needed to. So that was uh, basically the strategy and, you know, it's uh, it's very hard to defend, um, you know, if someone behind is on, you know, overtaken and, and you're not, you know, just the rate of speed, especially on long straights like this, it's almost impossible. So, um, yeah, it was it was a pretty basic one. Um, that's what it was. So you don't put it in the same category as you passing Newgarden and Road America last year? No, that, that was much difficult, uh, much different, sorry. Um, you know, they're they're all you know they could the this you know the breaking zones. You're going from I don't know over 190 miles an hour and, and trying to get down to 35 or 40. So, you know, there's there's a lot on the line there. It's easy to make a mistake. Um, but everybody in this category, you know, Robert's done an amazing job this year and, and been extremely fast. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, he's got a lot of talent. So it's good it's good to uh, to see him kicking it off. Uh, you know, very good at the start of the season. He's going to be strong all the way through. So. You know, each, you know, New Garden, I was on reds, he was on blacks. It's a totally different story, man, different track, so. David? Um, uh, when you were chasing, well, first of all, uh, did uh, Ganassi slightly short fuel you to get you out uh, ahead of uh, Bourdais uh, at the final stop? No, I think they just had not as good a stop. You know, our right. stops were, were pretty flawless all day. Um, right. You know, it doesn't take much, right? You're talking a, a couple of tenths or a second, uh, you know, from, from the guy plugging in, and it can change the whole the whole cycle of the stop, and, and that's, you know, pretty much what happened, I think. Right. Uh, did that uh, chase with uh, Will, did that give you a clue as to where the balance of, of uh, power lies between the two manufacturers in terms of fuel consumption now? Yeah, I was a little surprised. He was going pretty hard, and I thought, well, maybe they can't even make it. So I was thinking that, you know, maybe they're going to have to, you know, stop kind of similar to what happened last year at uh, Watkins Glen. You know, uh, Elio had to end up hitting uh, with a few laps to go. You know, Will's very talented, very good at fuel saving too, especially when he's got a good car underneath him. And, and uh, you know, I think, you know, we expected to have a pretty good advantage in that category. But, uh, you know, it seems like they've, they've uh, maybe caught up a little bit. Okay. Thank you. Any other questions? Yes. Scott, having been in the thick of things because qualifying kind of didn't go so well, what do you make of the race overall? Because on our end, it seemed pretty consistently exciting. Yeah, I, you know, it's always hard to comment. You know, I knew what parts I was doing and what I was up to. I saw, you know, some pretty pretty close racing. Um, you know, there was some some pretty brave moves going on there. Uh, was right in front of the one with uh, Joseph and, and uh, Sebastian, I think it was at the time. So yeah, you know, it's uh, th this track. You know, when you got such long straights and and big braking zones, is always going to create good racing. Um, it was a little tough there at the end between Will and myself, but you know, I think uh, there was there was some pretty exciting stuff going on. Uh, you know, later, uh, you know, further back. A, a bit, but um, yeah, it's it's just a good platform for it. I think it was one of our best races here. Yes. Uh, Robert, on the radio, your uh, team said, "Welcome to the world of IndyCar fuel saving." Um, how was it saving fuel here compared to other forms of racing that you've done? Well, I've uh, I've never raced in a category where you had to save fuel, so it um, you know in winter testing, if 
you know, you always put it on the on the on the list that it's like, oh, we're gonna practice some a long run with fuel save, and then obviously the engineers get greedy and you end up doing setup change, setup change, setup change, and you run out of time, and then we don't actually end up doing it. Um, so really, like apart from warm ups or kind of like ins and out laps, I'm not really practicing it that much, um, and it's something that I. It came very apparent to me this weekend that, uh, like this afternoon, that that's something that I, that I have to work on because obviously they were hitting the, the same numbers that I was to try and make it to the end, but their pace was way quicker than mine. So I, uh, yeah, have to work on it. But um, yeah, that was uh, definitely a first for me. Robert, beginning Tuesday, it's the start of the big show. And just how excited are you to be part of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I mean, I've dreamed of doing a 500 since I can since I can remember. You know, I mean, there's been uh, so much history, so much, so many good drivers. I mean, anything can happen there. And um, to be honest, I just want to take it, like I've been saying all along, just kind of one day at a time, because every, every day in IndyCar seems to be different. I can't find kind of a trend to to get in a routine or do this, that, the other. It's, I feel like something's new every time. So I think. Um, all next week's just going to be interesting with practice and trying to, to get a good car. I was able to do my rookie orientation last week. Um, it was fun, but uh, definitely once we get into kind of the, the quality trims and stuff like that, it's going to be a, a whole new animal because we were just driving with quite a bit of downforce on because it was just rookie orientation. So it's, uh, I've, heard, uh, I've heard the nightmares of, of quality trim and I'm uh, yeah, cautiously looking forward to it. David? Uh, Scott, the changes that uh, you made to make the car so much better for you today, are they, are they specific to the IMS road course or do you think they're ones where you, you know, in, this, in the state of emergency you manage to stumble upon something that's going to help at Mid-Ohio or Portland or whatever? Yeah, I think it's something we can we can apply. Um, you know, it's kind of you're always working on a toolbox of, of things, right? That that uh, you know you're trying to map out throughout the season and you know find what works, what doesn't. Um, you know, it's more of the fact of you know doing what we did in qualifying that was really bad. Uh, so it, it was hard to rebound, and not so hard to rebound from that. Um, you know, I think had we stuck with you know what we knew, we would we would have been a lot better off. It was just you know we we weren't super happy. You know, we, we figured that, uh, or we thought that, you know, the, the hot conditions really affected us and we needed to try something totally different. And, uh, you know, I did the first three laps on blacks and I'm like, this is horrible. So, you know, we, we try, we changed dampers and springs for the first, uh, you know, red run, but, you know, obviously our bright heights and geometries and, you know, things were all, were all out of whack. So um, I think it was more the fact that we made it, or we went down a road that, that was not good for qualifying. Question to you, Robert. Uh, coming from the DTM business to this uh, new environment over racing, uh, is it maybe helpful or was helpful when you worked before in simulator? Did you do that? Yeah, I mean, I've been using the, the simulator pretty frequently um, here in Indianapolis. So it, uh, I just, I'm a driver that I think it's kind of good to kind of get your eye in a little bit. I mean, but at the end of the day, I think simulation is. Um, some drivers hate it, some drivers don't mind it, and I'm, I'm one that, that doesn't mind it, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's virtual reality, so it's not uh, super accurate sometimes, and sometimes it's not perfect, but, um, no, I mean, I think racing in DTM in the past, it's, it's gotten me prepared for, for a lot of stuff here in IndyCar, but 
the uh, the races here are surprisingly long. Like some seem to fly by really quickly, and others take forever. And this was one that uh, I remember, like kind of looking up at the scoreboard because not many tracks <laughs> that we drive on, I think, have one. But um, and then we were like lap like 42, and I'm like, oh man, I feel like we've been, I feel like the race should be done pretty soon. But uh, yeah, and it was it was just halfway. So no, it, uh, it in the end, I mean. I think I've definitely carried over some of my stuff from DTM to here, but there's still so many things that I'm that I'm learning as I go. Um, you know, we in the past in DTM we had two separate tire compounds. Here we have two tire compounds, um, but they they behave entirely different. So it uh, yeah, it's all a work in progress. But right now, I mean, I think as soon as I get done here, I'm going to talk to the engineers to how I can save fuel better because uh, that's the only thing I can think about right now. Gentlemen, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. We applaud Dan Skyver and his trophy efforts as we start our press conference here. Joined now by our race winner, Will Power, driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for Team Penske. Coming up, coming up victorious today in the IndyCar Grand Prix, his third victory here on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. Well, there's a there's a several things to to point out in terms of the key moments of the race. Your your pass to get the lead back from Robert Wickens, and then your your team's clutch performance to get you out ahead of him in the pits on that last pit stop. So let's just kind of take it one by one. Mm -hmm. Those few laps battling with Robert seemed were certainly very exciting to watch. What was going through your mind trying to get that lead back? Um, yeah, I mean it started with uh, him using reds in that second stint. I was on blacks and trying to hold him behind. Um, and he, once he got past, it was about not letting, you know, too much damage be done. So I maintained it, got it to five seconds, basically, and uh, was able to do a very quick in-lap. And um, by the time I got out behind him, it was only a three-second gap. And obviously, he was on blacks and I was on reds. So I returned the favour and really caught, caught him and was uh, had a good race with him down the turn one. And... Um, you know, once I got past him, you know, it was pretty straightforward because we were much quicker because um, we were on the reds. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and then it went yellow, which made it for a very difficult uh, last stint, you know, having to save a lot of fuel and, you know, keeping a gap from Dixon so he wouldn't use his push to pass and um, attack me. So, yeah, drove very hard. Uh, yeah, so many things thrown at us today, but uh, we came out with a win. And then that final pit stop, not like you needed it, seemed like any kind of tire. You were pretty fast in, in terms of the your other competitors on track, but that final pit stop to just sneak right up in front of him, leading into how key was that for your team to yeah, give I mean, that to you? That was, uh, that was the key to the win there, I think. I feel like the guys getting me out in front of Wickens at, uh, you know, with that final stop, it was just like literally a nose ahead. So, uh, yeah, we were, um, I was very happy about that. And then I was obviously about having a good restart and then went into fuel save. And finally, you and Team Penske have been able to celebrate so many things together throughout your career with them. But what does it mean to you to get the 200th win for the team here on the road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a slow start for us. So it's just fantastic get, to get the win. But... You know, 200 wins in IndyCar just shows, you know, Roger's determination and the way his team works and his passion for winning. So, you know, it's a real pleasure to drive for him. You're given equipment week in, week out to win. 
and uh, yeah, I have to say it's uh, it's amazing to be a part of that you know history of Penske racing because it's such a deep history. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm so grateful to be able to drive for this team. We'll open up for questions. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, congratulations. Uh, you looked after the race pretty exhausted. Was the heat a very important factor or a problem for the whole distance? It was, uh, yeah, it was very hot. And um, I, don't, I, did, I don't think I drank enough before the race. And then I didn't drink in the race. So, yeah, I was, uh, I was just dehydrated. Just was dehydrated after the race. It was just it was my fault. I should have hydrated better before the race. I just sometimes you're so busy doing appearance and stuff, you forget to, and you think you've got a bottle in the car. But when you're racing hard, you forget to drink, and you get to the end, and suddenly you're like, "Man, I don't feel good." <laughs> you know, while you're racing, you're fine. But as soon as I stopped, I was like, "Ooh, that's uh, that was a pretty hard day." I guess the key to getting you back in victory lane was uh, getting Myron back on your pit box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, got a good record with Myron. Um, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's very good on the, the stand, you know, as is Roger. But, uh, yeah, it's good that I have two guys that the team, my crew knows and I know well now, so it's easy to swap in and out between Roger and Myron, you know, if Roger can't come or, um, you know, obviously he's on uh, Elio's car for this uh, um, this month. Tim? Yeah, uh, well, uh, Roger Pinsky said after the race, this is obviously uh, generates tremendous momentum for you guys going in, <laughs> in in two weeks. And just, can you can you talk of how much, you know, you want that next win? I mean, I'm talking about the Indy 500, how close you've come, and, and does this, in, in fact, create momentum as far as you're concerned? It does. Um, yeah, I've, I've had this a couple times now. Uh, it's my third win here, and it always helps you because the team has more confidence. You know, I'm, I'm very upbeat and have a lot of confidence, and I've had my eye on the 500 anyway, you know, since last year. I've really, it's a new car, so it's going to be about sorting it out. It's a chance to get, you know, ahead of everyone else and um, just really got it on my mind when I have a race on my mind you know in the past I usually win it at some point so um, I've been trying to do that here for so long um, yeah it'd be fantastic to get that done obviously but you just got to not even think about winning it you just got to put your head down and put together a, the whole month in the right way and then you have the chance with that said you, you said I think uh, on television you you may not have driven harder than you've driven here today. Or you drove here today every lap. Yep. Every yeah. lap. Yeah. Yep. Every lap was like qualifying. Uh, that's the first time I've had to do that in a race. And I've been wanting to do that in a race for so long because I hate fuel save and all that sort of thing, you know, when you've got to kind of save fuel or save tires. But today, you just, man, I drove just absolutely you know, perfect, all right race, just hitting my marks, hitting my brake points, and just really extracting the most out of the car. Tony? Uh, well, you're used to racing guys like Scott, Sebastian, Joseph, et cetera. Uh, racing Rob today for the win, you know, kind of exchanging the top spot. How was he to race, and did you notice any strengths or weaknesses he had or kind of guard against? Yeah, I think he, um, yeah, I mean, he's... I don't know. I haven't raced him an enough, but you know we passed each other twice 
uh, no problem. It's clean racing. He's obviously very good. Um, you know, I think big fuel save is probably a new thing for him. So he wasn't, uh, you know, Dixon and myself have been doing it our whole careers and we're used to trying to extract lap time and fuel save. Uh, yeah, but uh, I tell you, he's definitely, he is, I mean, he has as much experience as, as I have, like at a top level. You know, he's been racing at a high level for a long time, but he's definitely uh, a guy that will be a champion in IndyCar. Uh, you know, I have no doubt in my mind. Um, you know, at some point in the right situation, and that could be this year, he will be a champion. Any other questions for Will? Yes, David. Uh, Will, I asked this uh, question of uh, Dixon uh, earlier. Uh, when you were battling with him in that final stint, did, were you surprised that uh, Chevy got as good fuel mileage as a Honda? Um, um, yeah, yeah, we have noticed that, that uh, Honda has had some pretty good mileage but um they gave me the number it was a big number that i had to get uh, i did my first lap and i only was halfway there and i'm like man this is going to be tough so um you know i did i leaned it out more which is a power loss and then i got the number and i was able to get the number every lap and, and maintain a pretty good pace so um yeah we you know we don't know it's hard to say um, I really don't know what the difference is in fuel mileage. It's, it's, you know, it seemed as though they had better, but I mean, look at Chevy today. I mean, it was, uh, and, that, and we're, that's the thing about Chevy. They're constantly working on it. If there's any deficit anywhere, they find a way to bridge that gap and do it quickly. So, you know, I love, love driving with Chevy for that reason. Well, you talked about, um, all right, sorry about that. Uh, you talked about kind of being dehydrated, but you were saying you're hitting all your marks and doing everything perfectly. How yeah. hard is that when you're getting toward the end and you're yeah. dehydrated? You said you weren't feeling it, though, at that point? No, I wasn't feeling it. In the car, you just go, man. Like, it doesn't even register. <laughs> it doesn't even, you know. You know when you start to hear your heart rate in your ears is when you when you hear that. That's when you know you're starting to struggle a little, which I actually did hear, hear but you just, it's all, that's what you do all fitness for. Like, I do some pretty high-intense fitness, and it's, it's no different to that. You know, it's no different to hanging out a high heart rate on the bike for two hours or doing a tough rowing session. Um, that's why you do it. You've got to be able to pump it out all the way through the race. Who cares how you feel after? <laughs> Looking at the big picture, Will, this is kind of a familiar position to be in the championship to where you have some misfortune and setbacks early in the year. Then you get that first win, and you start to close the gap. Does that frustrate you at all? And kind of looking forward to the 500, you want to win that race. But also, how important is it just to get a top 10, top 15, and just stay in the mix? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you need top fives. But, yeah, very frustrating start to the season considering our pace. Um, and, uh, yeah, super, obviously, really want to get a result, the 500, just because it's a 500, not because of the double points or anything like that. You just... Everything that goes with it, uh, such a big race. But uh, yeah, it's great to get back in the mix. Like, just frustrating when you're, you know, not in within striking distance. You know, when you dig yourself a hole early in the season. But I feel like this will, this would have called back some good points. We'll be definitely closer now. Any final questions for Will? Yes. 
So you were talking about how the uh, fuel saving was kind of sucks, but did you think about how that might have been an advantage during the race with your closest competitor who didn't have that experience, as you said? Yeah, that's right. It was, uh, you know, and it's just, just when you've been doing it so long, you know how to go fast and save fuel. You know, uh, it's still funny. You save fuel, but you push like qualifying because you've got to make the time up in the corner as you're saving the fuel. Um, so you've, it's not like it's easier. It's, yeah, to go fast and save fuel is very tough. Yes, sir. Well, what was it like having your teammate Elio back out there after you had been in sports car for the last few months? Uh, it's just good having him around. Obviously, a very positive guy. I feel like he deserved to be in IndyCar. So he's, to me, last season, he was the fastest I had ever seen him. And he's still very fast and capable. So it's cool to have him around. And a guy's got a lot of experience, especially at the 500. And we have a very comparable setups and you know feel for the car. So he's good for me to bounce ideas off. Well, we will see you in a couple of days. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you.